itself, the drasha that we were led up to yesterday in the, the previous year. Those of us that are learning online should definitely listen to the first part, <coughs> just for the sake of getting a real sense of uh, where things are at in this year. This is a beautiful, beautiful uh, teur, a description, a description of the Churva Synagogue, 1933, Rosh Hashanah, 1933, Rav Kook showing up. And the times are very, very, very tense in Eretz Yisrael. Reports are coming from Germany that things are starting to get really wild. Tension begins in Eretz Yisrael already in 1929 in a bit in a more active way with the Yishmaelim. And there's a lot going on in the air. This is two years prior to Rav Kook's Ptira passing. Literally two years because Rav Kook passes away in Elul 1935. This is Rosh Hashanah 1933. Um, how old was Rav Kook when he passed away? I think mid-60s, late-60s, I think. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know exactly. Does anyone know Rev Cook's lifespan? Okay. Huh? Rev G? Well, Rev W, Wikipedia. I don't know if you have... Uh... Okay. So, we're on page 67. Rev Cook gets up to the bima, and suddenly there's absolute silence. Jerry, there should be more. I want you to see it inside, right over there. Yeah. In the box in the corner. Thank you. Okay. Everyone has it inside. It's important, if you can, to look inside today. Because, and what we're going to be seeing is that, I want you guys to feel good about yourselves always, but specifically about giving yourselves a little pat on the back, that you probably won't be able to truly understand the jirasha if, we, if you didn't do the learning you've been doing the last three weeks. The learning that we've been doing here the last three weeks enables us to really understand Rav Cook's drasha on a very deep level. So it's, very, it's very cool. You know, like you sometimes you're so prepped to go to a shir, but there's so many basics. But the Rav is saying that you can't, you, you, know, you don't even know the basics, what he's talking about. So you, you get a little bit inspired because he throws in a chasidish tail at the end, but you want to feel like you're part of the whole flow of the, of the drasha. So I think we could do that over here. And this is very much on the coattails of the Gavriel Pransky's sharing on the Sadi Sharm about Shofar Gadol. Shofar Gadol. Okay? V'chach Darash Harav, page 67. V'shofar Shal Rosh Hashanah, Yeshnan Shalosh Dargot. There are three levels regarding the type of shofar that one uses on Rosh Hashanah. Mitzvah Mina Mufchar, Shofar Shal Ayo. The most ideal situation is to use a, a, ra, a, a, a horn of a ram, of an ayo. Bez. Really, you can use any type of shofar, like we saw this in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Ram. Uh, did, did he get to it in the Ramban yet? No, no, no. Ah. In the Mishnah Baruch, did you guys see this? Not yet? No. That all shofars are kosher other than ones of a cow. Gimel, im en lo laadam shofar kasher, mutar lo litkoa bechol shofar shehu, afilu beshofar pasul, ela she'ein levarech alav. Did anyone ever see that inside? That if there's nothing there that's kosher, you still have to blow the shofar, so the sound has to be there, but you don't say a bracha over what you're blowing. It's like a, a sound has to be there. A sound, yeah. A no, sound has no, to be there. Okay. Now, what Rav Kook goes like this, he says like this, Dargot elu shel shofar shel Rosh Hashanah matimot la dargot shofra shel geula. The levels of, the three different levels that we're speaking about over here, about shofar, right? It has to do mamish with the shofar of geula. 
Now, just to, to be clear, to put ourselves into the context of the time, no one spoke with this terminology. No one used that word geula back then. No one was speaking about it. Mr. Rav Kook and Lubavitch, no. recent phenomena, you think? Like that, uh... At, well, he didn't always said Sheibana Beisam Migdash, right? But that was something that if my great-great-great-great-grandchildren married, it'd be sweet. But not at all that it's actually something that's shaykh to me. So the Rebbe also starting to speak about Mashiach in the 80s. That was also a big, big chiddush. But Rav Kook speaking about Geula the way he did in the 20s and 30s, it was something very, very, very rare. It was not something, it's not the regular way people spoke back then. Today everyone's throwing that word out as if, you know, En Shumbaya, or Mashiach here, right here. Rav Kook talking like this is very, it's, it's, this is Rav Kook. This is very much what makes Rav Kook Rav Kook. One of the key things that make Rav Kook Rav Kook. So again, Dargot Elu Shel Shofar Rosh Hashanah Matimot Ladargot Shofara Shel Geula. What is it about Geula that has to do with the Shofar? So he's going to go step by step. Tka B'Shofar Gadol L'Chiroteinu. There's a great Chaim David Nigun to these words. These guys should learn it. It's a great Nigun. I'll send it out. Tka B'Shofar Gadol L'Chiroteinu. That we say every single day. And when we say, blow the Shofar, a great Shofar for our Chiros to redeem us, what are we referring to, obviously? The shofar gadol, that shofar that's going to come. We're going to hear the sound of the shofar, the trumpet, and we're of the shofar, and we're all going to come back home. All right. So he says, "Yes, shalosh dargot gam b'shofar geula." Even in the shofar of geula, there's three different levels in the shofar of redemption: shofar gadol, shofar benoni, the shofar katan. So far, we've only heard concepts of shofar gadol and shofar katan, not so much shofar benoni. This might be where... Never heard it before. Right. He learned the Tanya before he gave it. Learned the Tanya. He comes from, from his mother's side, direct lineage to in Lubavitch. In fact, my favorite story about Chabad and Rav Kook is that Rav, Rav, the, the only Lubavitch Rebbe that ever made it to Eretz Yisrael was the Friedeker Rebbe, the sixth Rebbe. He was the only Rebbe that made it to Eretz Yisrael, and he was here the summer of 1929, a few days before the riots broke out. He was already on the train or he was on a boat in Egypt when he found out about it and got really, really sick when reports came to him about what was taking place in Hebron. But Rav Kook, uh, Rav Kook and the Friedeke Rebbe met twice. I, can't, I, I, would, I, I think about that meeting all the time, and it took me years to locate the actual documentation of that meeting, and I finally found it on a book that was recently reprinted after many years called Masa Harabi Be'eretz HaKodesh, the journey, the, the, the pilgrimage of the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe in Eretz Yisrael, Mamish documented to the bone. He was in Hebron, and he started davening with Shoshon uh, Yom Kippur Nusach, in Av, in Chodesh Av, when he's by Maras Machpelah. And he went to Petach Tikva, he went to all different places, the Friedrich Rebbe. But when he came to visit the Rav Kook in his house that we go to, the Friedrich Rebbe was there. He went there. Rav Kook comes out wearing a kippah that he only used to wear on Yom Kippur. It looked like a breast of a Yom kippah with like a pompon on side. I saw a picture of it. And the, the Talmudim of Rav Kook asked him, why are you wearing the Yom Kippur kippah to go, in, to go and greet uh, the Friedrich Rebbe, Ma Kesher? So he said, this kippah belonged to the Tzamech Tzedek, to the third Lubavitch Rebbe that he came down to him and his family. And he used to wear that kippah on Yom Kippur. So he says, to come and greet the Friedrich Rebbe, I'm going to put on his elder Zaydi's kippah to greet him with. So there's very strong ties from his mother's side into the world of Lubavitch. And perhaps maybe that is why he's using this Lashon of Shofar Benoni. No no one speaks like that unless you're Lubavitch, right? Like my brother brother was in the car yesterday on the way to a gig. He called me. We talked to each other. He said to me... uh, It's back to time. Yeah, yeah. He said to me... uh, Ah, Shlomo, you know who's in the car with me? Uh, Yuda Piamenta. It's one of the Piamenta kids. He plays with my brother now. This guy plays flute. I said to him, Wow, my makol at And there was silence. I was like, Ah, slicha. Manishma ha benoni. And he like, you don't, you don't throw that word out. No. Like, ah, tzadikul, tzadikul. In Lubavitch, that's not a word. No, no, no. You don't throw that. Even benoni, there's stingy. Alavai, we could be benoni. Stingy. Anyway, back, back to the... You got a response on the benoni? Huh? You got a response I got it, yeah. I got the... No, I got a, yeah, when I said, he's like, oh, you're referring to the possible me. Okay, now I can talk to you. Shalosh dargot gam b'shofar geula, shofar gadol, shofar benoni, v'shofar katana. Look, listen to the sensitivity of the Rav. 
התעוררותו של העם להיגאל ולגאול את ארצו, the awakening of the nation to be redeemed and to redeem their land, התעוררות שמקורה קדוש, this arousal in its source, it comes from a holy place, it's a holiness of האמונה בהשם ובקדושת ישראל עמו, not just believing in Hashem, but believing in the sanctity of Am Yisrael, זהו השופר הגדול והמעולה. This is the most, this is the perfect, most ideal type of a shofar. לקולאו שמעו גדולי ישראל וקדושיו, to its voice of the ideal shofar sound, the gedolim and the, and the holy ones in Am Yisrael listened to its sound, אשר נתעוררו לחיבת ציון ושיבת שבותה. This is so beautiful. He's saying over here, people that hear the sound of the great shofar, the ideal shofar, that they're in tune with holiness, how do, they, how do we know if someone really heard the great sound of the shofar? Did they make aliyah or not? That's what he's saying, more or less. They came, they, made, they listened to the sound, and they made aliyah. הההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
I met him once. His name was Professor Ben-Sion Letanyahu. Did any of you ever, ever hear him speak? He was a professor for Tanakh. The guy knew Tanakh. Like Ben-Gurion, these old cats knew it cold, inside out. That's why his, his grandson was... Uh, wasn't his father-in-law professor Tanakh? His father was a political... No, no, his father was never into politics, Bibi's father. Yeah, yeah. Bibi's father was never, never going to talk about his history. Originally, was teaching. Yeah, he was teaching in uh, Boston, in uh, Columbia, I think. Harvard. And he was somewhere in. Yeah, he was in New. He's smart. Wasn't in Boston? He was in New York. Barnard. In Philly, the, the father. Oh, oh when Yoni was killed. When Yoni was killed, Bibi's. No, 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 we're talking about the father, though. Where the father is. I think they lived in New York. I can't hear. I'm sorry. Yeah, the question is right, the question, right, we're trying to figure out where, where was the father in the States. Somewhere it's, in Philly. it's irrelevant, yeah. So oh, also in Philly. I'm saying, I think the posting was in Philly. Uh-huh. Oh, the posting was... I know they lived in Philadelphia. Whatever it was, it was not a political thing. It was very much a... a it was, it was a... These guys, like, you ever hear Ben-Gurion speak? I mean, you think, if you close your eyes, you hear Ben-Gurion talk, you think he's giving shir in, in, in Shoftim or something. They, they, they knew it, they knew it cold. But it wasn't necessarily this Indian of like, this is Ko Amar Hashem. It's just like, this is what happened to my, to my, to my grand. This is where my, my people are from here. Right? This is just where they're from. Like I know about the Alamo from Texas. I know about Texas history. It's like just the history of our nation. It's our identity. It's our but heritage. you don't necessarily identify yourself with the Alamo. These people identified themselves with, with Am Yisrael, but not on the level of... And this, you want to share with us something that uh, I met you do connect. In California. And this is what you're talking about. They want to go back to their ancestral home, right? You know, Ninveh. Right. That's that's their that's the thing. That's where right. we're coming. From. That's where our history. That's where our roots are. That's what he's saying. This is where we can live as a free people in our homeland. That's what Rav Cook is referring to this. This is Benoni, I think. Shofash of Benoni. Here we can educate our children with a, a Jewish avira. Now that's a very tricky, that's a misleading term because when we hear that, what are we thinking? Avira Yehudit. So, yeah, what's a Jewish atmosphere though? That's been the that's the machloket that's in Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. What is a Jewish atmosphere? Just breathing the land. Is it Torah, or is it Israelism? Whatever that means, right? That's exactly the the, the issues that we have here. But of Cook says they brought, that's what brought them to Eretz Yisrael. Don't start knocking it. it it's an Indian, right? Gamzel, he says Gamzel shofar kasher. This is also a kosher shofar. Im kihulo gadol karishon. It's not as great as the first type of shofar we just mentioned. Shofar benonihu. It's a shofar benoni. Ve'yesh levarechalav. Remember, he says this. You still say, even though you couldn't get the ideal shofar, this type of shofar, hakol k'sherin chutz mishel para, you still say a bracha on a shofar like that. Which was then, like uh, you know, if even now, the, the religious battling the secular. Rav Kook was standing there saying what they're doing and toiling for the land. These kibbutzniks. These kibbutzniks. It's kosher. It's a different. Uh, yeah, that's obviously sort of. He totally. much higher than he was able to look at their totally. 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 What do you think? So he didn't judge them. I think it's much higher than that. I mean, he doesn't give an example, obviously, because I mean, it's not as high level. If you look what the shofar gadol is, I mean, the Ramban, the Yudah Levi, the Bartu, the Gra, the Gra, the Gra, the Chassidim Baal Shem Tov. These were the shofar gadol. So we for sure aren't that. Right. I mean, so we are definitely. So then the next level has to be what I guess Am Yisrael is. In all forms. Yeah, in all forms. The, However, the now, obviously it's going the guys, to be a spectrum. Yeah, exactly. um, but yeah. it's not, we're not sure for God. So let's, 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 let's understand this. This is for right. It's not only that it's a right. for Kasher. Right. It's most of Am Yisrael now. No, I just don't agree with that. I mean, I think that he's giving the examples of the Bartonur and Tamidei What was their motivation? Their was about nationalism and reconnecting to our heritage. He's quoting Abusinu, Nevi'enu, and Malkenu. Nevi'enu and Malkenu. Who do we strive to be close to? No, but if you, meaning the early Zionists, they wanted to like be in the land of the prophets and create a social justice system based on the prophets and our kings and our history. It wasn't about Kedusha or Kaddish Baruch Hu at all. The second thing here has nothing to do with the Torah, nothing to do with Hashem. And he's saying that's, that's still good, 
that's still, we can even make a bracha on it, but the first one had to do with a certain spiritual... I'm with you, and it's a subjective term. It's a very putting subjective that along, term. Putting that along with Nidia, along with Avosim, is a very high level. I understand what you're saying, I, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm saying, I think Menachem, Begin, Jabotinsky, they were on a high level. If you're trying and he's recognizing them for their greatness um, for what they were. I don't think he's trying to create separate ideas necessarily. Is maybe, just maybe, different as you use Dagot Madrigot, which are not... There's no, Phases, you're it, saying? Yeah, but you're not saying like levels. You don't like the, no, you don't like the word level. Because like level connotes that, that this is higher and lower. I don't understand. Yeah. One is gadol and one is benoni. There's a higher level. No, it's a gadol. I, I one agree. is like no, it's, 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 it's here saying they're tzaddikim. Like, the first level is tzaddikim. It's tzaddikim. The they're, they're all attainable. Very few all are tzaddikim. Yeah, attainable. Well, 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 What's the motivation well, here? Is it a kind of sparkle or is it more like the Jewish avirav nationalism in our history? And that like... You're speaking about... You're speaking about the level of... Can I can I can I ever put myself into the dargah of of the shofar gadol? You're saying yes. I'm saying everyone in this room that made aliyah is on the shofar gadol. They came. And you're saying no. I'm saying. I think I think we can easily fall into the benoni world and still be extraordinarily proud, even in our world of Torah. Right. Well, that's I think the pressure of. And I think also for when Ben Gurion was saying it, it wasn't necessarily connected to this. You listen to the, the, the old speeches in, or the magnificent speeches in Begin in, in, in front of the entire Knesset. They weren't talking to these as intellectual, um, historical things of a Nevi'im. They were they talking were messianic it was a yeah. from the heart of Kedusha. Begin, for sure. There, there's messianic speeches from, sometimes. It wasn't from. Bottom line, it wasn't. So that, it wasn't from a, an intellectual or from a... Nationalist. Right, where do you put yourself in this? If you had to say, I'm Be- base. I have to put myself in base. I can't. I, I much. I'd love to be an out. I'd love to be amongst the Barthenura and the Tommy the Agro. But I'm not. I, I say I'm actually there. I go through. I go through. I go through in and out of it. I go in and out. Because I'm, I'm through Aleph and Bet. I, I go in and out of it. I go like there are All the times time. where I look outside. It's my struggle. Like, oh my God! Look at that tree. The point is, Bet isn't the non not from from birth. I'm Jewish from birth. We didn't come from here birth. purely. I'm not here because I'm, I'm a Zionist. Yeah. I never read the Zionist literature. I'm not a Zionist. I'm here because I'm a Jew, and this is where God wants us. Now, I'm, that doesn't put me on the level of you know the Bartonora and the the the. the, the Students of the Grotz. But where, so where, but, but, the, but it's not, this, this level but it's not Bet either. It's not Benoni either. No, it's not. It's, it's in not. between. Because I think not, most of us, yeah, Ari, I think most of us are always in this, da- I think, are most of us in the dance of Aleph and Bez. We're 1A or we're, we're 1B or we're 2A. You know, we're, we're right yeah, there. Gershom. I know I'm the outsider here, but can we just finish the thought and then we can decide where we are? What do you mean? Hold on. Gimel's coming for you. Hold on. Gershon's not an outsider. <laughs> if I am, I am. Why do you think he's so hungry for it? Gershon, you came to Gershon now for something. Yeah. you actually Gimel. You want to go for Gimel? You want to go for Gimel? Let's go for Gimel. Aval. Okay? Po paratzarav bebechi. And here, of Cook starts crying from the Amun. Yes, shofar shall behemat mea. There's also a shofar that comes from an impure animal. That if we don't have anything else, we could still blow it, but we don't say a bracha over it, right? Son e Yisrael hatukim beoznei ha'am. The the enemy, the haters of Am Yisrael that are blowing the shofar into the ears of the nation of Am Yisrael. The korim leyehudim lanus kol od nafsham bam laalot leeretz Yisrael. Yidin, Yidin. What, is, what did they say? Schnell? What was the word they would use? Schnell means fast, quick. Out of here. Yeah. Out of here. Go back to your homeland. Well, yeah, they say Schnell, Poland. They don't say Israel. They say go back to Poland or whatever. No, I remember this. We were this together. Someone gave this. Yeah. I don't think I did. We weren't these three chauffeurs together. Yes. Oh, you know, maybe we did, we did this in, we le- in, when we were learning Oros Hatshuva, yeah. uh, it was probably like three years two ago. Yeah. Three shofras. Yeah. Three shofras. So look what he says here. Oivim 
מכריחים אותם להיגאל. Enemies force these Am Yisrael to be redeemed. מתריעים בתשועות מלחמה, it's the sound of shofar, but it's shofar, it's the war proclamations. ומרעישים ברעש של צרות וייסורים. And the sounds, the more the sound is blowing louder, the more the pain and suffering is happening. And they don't give Jews a rest anywhere they go. However, the shofar blowing of, of, of impure animals can become, if you listen to it, the blowing of the shofar of Mashiach. It says, is becoming. It is becoming. It, it, it can become. Yes. That's not what he's saying. It's not what he's saying, but this is how, this is how a Yid that's living in Gullus, right? No, no, Na'asim here means, it doesn't mean it's actually happened. Na'asim means, in the context of a year, a Jew can hear this and say, yeah, I'm, I'm fine here. Wherever that here is, that's not in Eretz Yisrael. So is that shofar blowing, becoming the shofar of Mashiach? No. He's, he's, he's not listening to the shofar. To him, it's just a sound. It's not becoming the shofar of Mashiach. The context of, when you, of, of the Hebrew here is that this is the chant. You're, you're, unfortunately, it's an unfortunate last resolution. But if you do listen, to, and if you do go walk on most campuses today in the United States, and you listen to what's going on, why does Ben Shapiro have to have $600,000 security? So he could speak on college campus. So He's <laughs> so dangerous. Is it, saying, is it saying earthquakes, hurricanes, enemies, all these sort of things are the shofar? Well, here he's speaking, again, what's the context? Mom's talking about the Nazis. He's talking about the enemies. He's speaking here specifically about the Germans, but, 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 but probably, I mean, I look at the world, there's not a place in the world today where you don't have these insane tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, and tsunamis. Are those not the everywhere. same thing as uh, Shofar Shomashiach? It, how is it different than our enemies? Well, it, wasn't different. Ha- it wasn't happening in 1933. I'm just trying to understand the context of his drush. I, I agree with you. Anybody I just don't think that's what he's referring to over he's, here. He's, he's also talking about Jews who are saying this also. Yeah? No, it's like Sonia Uh Well, yeah, but could be you have Yiddin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past. Is he saying that this is the Shofar Shofar Is he saying it as a, in a, in a positive from a negative? Where is he going? Well, this was what we were trying to understand. understand. I feel like this. Well, the way I learned it is like this. Shofarot shil chayot me'ot. What is that? the sounds, the truas, milchama, that is coming from enemies, can become, really, in essence, part of the shofar shal Mashiach. If, if what? That's what gets you, if that's what gets you home. Well, also, in the context, didn't, didn't he just say, no, yeah. wait, listen, what is it? Maybe we should do the nefesh, but nefesh number, No. The first, the first, the first Jews to come back to Eretz Israel were the religious Jews. Right. And Midiyah Grad was before the right. And so that was Guys. the first Shofar Gadol that was just like pure goodness, Kedusha, wanting to close to Hashem. That was the very beginning. Then this other move of Zionism started happening in the 1900s, and there was like 10,000 Jews that came in between the first 10 years of the 1900s. And that was more like a secular move, and that was still great bracha. This is wonderful. They're still coming out of their own rut zone. Then comes the third one, and now it's like the Nazis oh, wow. are coming, and people are fleeing. And now it's like the shofar of the Nazis that's right. like scaring these Jews is actually becoming shofar Hashem Mashiach, because now 30,000 Jews made Aliyah just in the Right, year. that's what we learned yesterday. Like, this is actually so maybe he's talking, you know what maybe he's talking to? Maybe he's talking to the Frumma Yidin that are looking at the, you know, Yidin that came because they were just threatened, and they're probably looking at them like, uh, uh, well, look, also look at you, look at you. And guess name. what, guys, one second, and guess what? You don't think we do that too? Right, Sitting I'm here? Totally guilty. <laughs> look at what I like. do that happens to me every single time that I travel and in my heart I beg Hashem on the plane, please do not let me walk around with judgment. I'm begging you, Akadosh Barku. Because it's, this is a, it's a very easy thing to say, look what took you to get your act together. Or how about the people As that? if like, you know, it wasn't pure matnas chinam. Absolute undeserved gift that we were there. But we, we put on people who came for the quote unquote wrong, wrong reasons. reasons. I don't know. Look, well, the, the middle level says, you can make a brook on it. But he's saying this. Not this one. Third level, he's right. saying, could turn into Shofar Shamashiach. 
It's if, almost like don't it, make right. So why don't you make a bracha on the, the last the one? Well, that's why I think we're wrong. That's why I think we're saying this from the wrong angle. I think he's doing this bebechi. He's crying. His so right. is you can't make a bracha on it. Right. But I think it's our next. I think it's, it's these people are mistakenly saying that these shofars of Chayos Tameos are shofars of Mashiach. It's a mistake. It's, it can um, be. It, no, it is. Otherwise, I mean, he's saying it's he's crying. You you think it is? And but listen, you're here, but you can't make a bracha on it. I'm not. He's not uh-huh. judging. He's just saying tachlis. It's the third well, one. You can't make a bracha. At the very end, end. Yeah. Yeah. those people, those people are right. making them show Mashiach, but more. it's not. Yeah. You yeah. cannot yeah. make a bracha. I'm listening to Gershon and I'm alone, and I'm going two more lines. <laughs> Whoever didn't hear the first voice of the shofar, the shofar gadol, and also the second voice saying, guys, this is your home. Talk about from maybe later, but right now this is just ancestral, right? No, you say? Shomea bal korcho bekola shofar acharon. Then he's, what's bal korcho? What's, what does that concept mean? Bal korcho. How do you say that in Pashat English? Bal korcho. So, that's what's happened. That, so, that 1933, okay? Ulam al shofar ze in levarech, in mevarechin al kos shel puranus. Now, that's a halachic dispute in the Gemara. I think it's Rav Asi. Rav Yehuda speaks about, about uh, which, which, when it comes to different uh, 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 brachas, uh, uh, on the yain that you say uh, that you say a bracha on or not um, in the in the Haggadah Shal Pesach what bracha what, what, what cups do you say a bracha on specifically on that on that kos or not there's a day that says you don't say a bracha on Puranut what's Puranut it's uh, hardships so what Rav Kook is saying hardships, hardships. Puranut kos shel Puranut when you look at what, what the Haggadah is talking about over there but I, we're getting yeah, sidetracked. Okay. I don't want to go. He's just borrowing a phrase to, to I put know, it. Poranut, I know. Kos Puranut doesn't make sense to me. It's not the Kos that's okay. Puranut. It's what you're saying, a bracha over okay. there. But I don't want to get into the sidetracking. Oh, okay. well, but he's, what he's saying over here is you're here and you're part of the big, right? You're part of the, 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 this thing called Mashiach. However, how sad is it that this reality is, is that that's not something we would say a bracha over. We're, we're, we're thankful you're, you're here, but maybe he's now speaking to those that are still not, don't want to listen to the, to the, to the last, to the call of the behemoth's male. I don't think that's the tone. I think the tone is, he's just telling you his own struggle. That's why he's crying. He's saying that we're so happy with the revival of the, I mean, I'm putting it in context. We're so happy with the revival of Jews and and suddenly we see people coming and they're coming with these stories and we're realizing What's happening in Germany is it's about to be a tragedy that the Jewish people haven't seen yet. And he's saying, on the one hand, he's, he's showing you Rav Kook's glasses, his amazing Gula glasses, where he's like, it's it, it's happening. Gula's happening. But I can't say a bracha on it. Well, maybe he's saying these people are coming just because it's a safe haven, not because they feel a connection or they see the Kedusha. Right, they're or they they're running from They're just coming here because they're, they're not going to be persecuted. Does that matter? It's not. I'm saying, but that's the, that's the motivation. They're not coming because they feel a pull. They're running away from something. They're not running to anything. They're just running away. It's just another hole to, to run to. But it's still... It has still, potential. But self calls self, they're coming home. It has potential. It's exactly self calls The first people self run for the Kedusha, the second home. the ancestral homeland, and the third people are just running away from the people who are chasing them. Because sort of Cook says, oh, so Jerry's asking a good shayla, so why don't you say a bracha on that last, uh, what do you guys think? What do you make of it? Because there's no kavana. I think you make the bracha once the the person sees and connects to the condition or the ancestral homeland. So there should be a bracha on Corona. That's the potential for... Look, to the oven, you could blow the shofar, to the oven, but you can't make a bracha But you get to blow it, but... It can become Shofar Shamashiach, you can make a bracha. Once the person who's come here for for reasons that are not as pure as the first two types, then you can make the bracha. When they finally get to the place they're here, not for reasons that we might say are, are, are ideal or idealistic, but then they, they're here and then they connect to, that, to one or both of those two things. Then this, you make is, the bracha. this is the road, though. The vast today? Is it? No, no, I'm saying in, in, in history. All the Aliyah, yeah. right. the right. enormous road right. 
Who, who's okay, Ari thought it was Biz. Except in the beginning. No, for sure. At the very beginning. Right, the beginning. No, I'm saying look at the no whole span of the, the hundreds of thousands of millions, right. the millions of people who made Aliyah, almost all of them are not from you. Now right, today, right. most people will make the choice, but it's a good trickle. Yeah. Right now, Aliyah today is a trickle. What do you get? You know what? Five, ten thousand a year. A few no. months ago? Yeah. A few months yeah. ago? The average 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 I didn't even understand. I don't even. I have no idea who's against who anymore in America. Mamash, I'm no, not, not not being <laughs> sarcastic. I don't understand. Everybody's turning their swords on each other. I don't understand anything. So I just posted. Like I don't understand what's going on, but it seems to me, like very pushed, that people you didn't should come home, right? So one Ooh. right. How can oh you my. exploit the situation? <laughs> <laughs> so insensitive. I heard more people take the host so, down. Take so I was getting, down. I was getting, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was getting these comments from all these friends of mine that that said, uh, um, well, there was a lot of, oh yeah, definitely, and then you get the comments saying, do you really want us to come back? as people that are running away from a bad situation, <laughs> wouldn't you want us to come back So do it. Yeah, you send them to us? They're not there yet. I don't respond, I don't reply to those things. No, I know. Can I just tell you? No, but the fact of the matter is human nature, and that's what's been proven, is that, and if you look at the whole history of all Aliyah, Jews are very smart, we're, we're the smartest of the smart, and we're not going to leave a good situation. So we're going to stay the smartest until it comes smart enough, and that's what happened. And then, you know, in Europe it got bad, and then in Russia it got bad, and the, in uh, all the Pan-Arabian Aliyah it was bad. France, France Very few Jews bad. came. Because it was, it was really, right. The, the Shofar Gadol that calls us is the, the very rare person who hears that. It's the very rare person. We always talked about like. Sometimes it would really be painful because we'd be like, gosh, if only he knew what was coming. But it seems... He knew exactly what was coming. Him crying here is yeah. not... I don't think it's him crying on a... On what's happening then in 33. It's, it's crying because he's saying... And I think he's crying to our generation. It's very real. You're going to have an influx of people coming. And it's about what we as a nation do with it. Because he's speaking about the rove there. And he's saying, right. we have the ability to turn this into the chauffeur of Mashiach. Because mm -hmm. we're going to be, the, what is going to happen now on the back of the turmoil in the world is going to bring more Jews than have come in thousands of years to Israel. And it's about what do we do with it? That's the, we're, 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 we have to answer that. Sure, the Navi, says that the, the Navi says that it's going to not be said of Hashem that it was so great Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but even more so that it was from all the four corners of the world and it's going to come right. in such That's why I was reading what Ruf Cook said, not as irrelevant for his historical times, but also very much no. for ours. I think he could also be crying over the fact that there's, there's so many Jews in the world that can't make a real bracha over Shofar. They have the potential to connect on a Mashiach level, but they're lost right now. They're gone. They're so far gone and disconnected. That's a sad... He's talking about, you're, you're saying that he's talking to Yidin that are in Israel also? Um, they, they could have arrived in Israel. No, I think he's that talking already, mostly yeah. to people, I think he's talking mostly to people that are not yet in Israel, mm. and they, they can't make a real bracha. They, have, they don't feel itself. any connection like to, to Israel. They don't yeah. feel on yeah. a was going they to, to Hebron that they were learning Avas Yisrael. So should we feel bad for them? No, we should feel bad for ourselves that we haven't had a nation gotten to a point where we can all be on this level. Right. Well, also for Rav Cook, it was clear that the Jews of Europe were going to go through some sort of annihilation. And when he's saying that yeah. the shofar shall behemat me'ah, he's like crying over, he's seeing the rise of Hitler. Yeah. He's like crying because he sees what's just about yeah. to happen. Remember the I had a rabbi in America tell me flat out that you read and that's not what it means. What? That, that it has nothing to do with um, coming to Israel. Yeah, he, he looked me in the eye. Oh, it has not even some other. I don't remember what he said because I just lost it. That what like, has nothing to do with coming to when Israel? When it says Komiyut Artsenu, Komiyut has nothing to Kome, do. Komiyut That has nothing to do with coming back to Israel. Coming back to Israel. That has nothing to do with. What's <laughs> Artsenu? I was like, my mind was blown. 
What's that saying of Beverly Hills? I think it was Always just, oh, it just means a spiritual, it's yeah. your spiritual coming home, and I'm like, Galut, Guys, enjoy. Let's not, let's not forget. Not to whatever, not, I mean, it's all on tape, but. Let's not forget, just yeah. a couple of years ago, we were all yeah. over there. No, but well, I was past that. And I want to say that, too, is anyone who, yeah. No, I'm just saying. There's I'm a part saying. of us all who, like, I, I could say I made all the eyes. There's certainly a part of me that was running from. There's certainly a part of me that was certainly running from whatever, or I used, I almost used some justification to get here because it's a huge of, I don't like this and I don't like it. It wasn't all like I was coming here for something. There was definitely a part Doesn't of me matter. that said I was coming here because He's I didn't right. like this, I didn't this, like this, this I didn't like this. It wasn't all this, pure. Like Sean was said before, there's, there's, you have a chalic in all three of these. I'm saying we all have I think. Yeah. I think we all have a chaos like in all three of these show bros. But Jeremy's like, oh, I know. I've been except, for, except for Jeremy, who's all Jeremy. Yeah. Okay, guys, bottom paragraph, and I have a. I have a request. Basketball. I, I, nothing makes me happier than when people participate, but when someone's talking, please give them the other, please give them the cover, okay? Please, please, whoever wants to express something, please give them the space to, in a covered manner for them to, to say what they want to say. Bottom paragraph. And Rav Cook continues over here. He ends the drasha like this. But what are we davening? We don't daven for Shofar Shalbenoni. We don't daven for shofar shalbein matmeinu. That's not what we daven for. Right. We daven tka b'shofar gadol acheruseinu. Al not to be enu yidein cherut b'mitzahut shofar. Al not to be enu. I already have it on. Al not to be enu yidein cherut. So sad, actually. Well, each of us have family in America right now, and somewhere in the world. I'm not to be in the chirut, be'emtzaut shofar katan shel truat poraniyot. Please, please, do not bring our freedom by means of a shofar katan of the of the blasts of 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 pain. Ve'af gam shofar beinoni. And even the shofar Benoni is not suitable for such a holy people. It's not, no, that's why this Avaidazar of nationalism is something that it irks me inside in such a deep way. I grew up, you know, very much in the Bnei Akiva world and everything. And, and of course, there's so, there's, there's so much beauty in there, Av, Avas Eretz Yisrael, when it's channeled in the right way. But at a certain point, you have to stop, you have to realize nationalism, that's not. This the is ultimate. not like, it's not the idea, no. It's For means. No, it's not Mamlech Hizkohanim Egoi, exactly. It's not Mamlech Hizkohanim Egoi Kadosh. Ela bakashatenu hi tka b'shofar gadol. We're asking Hashem, blow the great trumpet. Don't blow the trumpet that's going to that's gonna proclaim, Jews, it's getting bad. We're, we were asking Hashem, blow the trumpet of Kedusha, where a Yid is in touch with his, his Neshama and says, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Yid, I have to be where my Neshama needs to be. The shofar of the true Emes Dekecherus. Shela Geula Shlema Bimakor HaKodesh of the complete redemption from the source and root of holiness. Bekulano Metzapim Layom Agadol, and we're all waiting and looking forward for the great day shalav ne'emar v'haya bayom ahu yitaka b'shofar gadol this is my favorite point of Musaf after v'yayetayu kol this is my favorite point in Musaf where we sing this v'haya bayom yitaka b'shofar gadol we bring Mashiach remember, remember how we started learning this man that there's three moments etched in our collective timeline of, Jew, of Judaism that the shofar is connected to Akedas Yitzchak, Matan Torah, and Shofar Shel Mashiach, right? You bring it, it's a whole, the, the, the experience in Musaf is a very messianic experience. Ve'aya bayom ahu itaka b'shofar gadol uvao ha'ovdim be'eretz Ashur, ve'anidachim be'eretz Mitzrayim, like Rav Gavriel was teaching us, that the nidachim and the ovdim v'ishtachavu la'ashem be'ar ha'kodesh b'Yerushalayim. So, the page. Now the guy goes back to giving his edus. Hadvarim hayum meirim umuzbarim. The way Rav Cook said it, clear, transparent, very, very, very baruch. 
מתאימים לשעתם ולרגשות שומעיהם. Very much suitable to, you know, and it's time, and to, the, and to the sensitivity of those that were listening. כל אחד הרגיש שעכשיו מבין הוא יותר את הנעשה בעולם. Amazing. Each person that was there at this drasha felt that they understand more what's going on in the world. That's like, you know, when, that's when you mamish by a Rebbe. You hear him speak, it's like, it's not just that it felt good, it's like, I understand a little bit more about this, the master plan. I'm a little bit more enlightened to what's happening in the world. And it's clear to him his relationship to what's happening. But then Rav Cook ran right away to go and move into words of consolation. What's the Rashi Tevas of that? Nearly, right? The promise of Hashem in the hands of his, promise, of, of his prophets will not return empty. Eliyahu Navi, the one who will restore the hearts of fathers on their children and children on their fathers, who yitaka b'shofar gadol. Remember, we, we say, v'yivaser lanu, he's mevaser ha'geula. He's the one that, that, that lets us know about the Besorav Geula, right? When does Mashiach come with? Eliyahu comes with Mashiach. Why? He's the one blowing the shofar, letting you know Mashiach's coming. So we know now who's blowing the shofar from Mashiach. It's Eliyahu Anavi. The blowing of Eliyahu Anavi and the shofar will... We'll announce to the world the coming of Mashiach. We will all be exalted and sanctified towards this amazing aspiration on this holy day. In this holy spot, the Churva Synagogue. In this amazing Ma'amad, this, uh, yeah, in this happening where we're, where we're at right now. Um, Now, you know, this is in terms of like a hachana for when we're going to be hearing the shofar in three days in Musaf. Now we have a little, now we have, not a little bit more, we have a lot more of an understanding of what's really taking place. Where, where, if we really say all the time, we're the door of Mashiach, door of Mashiach, door of Mashiach. The root of that is like when we, when we listen to the shofar blowing, beforehand, we, not while it's happening, but beforehand, we beg Hashem, please let the whole world hear the first type of shofar. And let us hear the first type of shofar as well. Even those of us that already are here, for whatever reasons it are that it, it is that brought us here, let us hear it as well. Um, continue. As Rav Kook was saying this drasha, they went right into Tkiyas. The, the Baal Tokea was standing on the bima. This crazy sound filled the whole shul. The seven times that we say that, that which we'll be talking about over Rosh Hashanah, why that's Dafka, the, 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 the capital to him that we say, seven times before Tchiyas Shofar, he's saying that the sound was just, was blasting in the shul, people screaming this. Why? Because you have, you, have, you have Psukim in there like, Yivchay lanu es nachlasenu. It's talking about the ingathering of exiles. Clear crystal loud blasts that came out of the shofar. shofar של חורבת רב יהודה החסיד, that came out of the חורבה, that, that יונטיב, 1933 ראש השנה, Thought. <laughs> That's what he felt. You understand the last sentence, what he said? He says, what, what took place right here never happened before. It was, it was something else happened, and this drasha with this tkiyah shofar that never happened before. 
That's what he's saying. Vaya. We say it today when we have like people left the Moses Shabbos saying that was the highest. I guess it's him saying this is the highest ever was. He's saying the people now, their hearts were burning open for Musaf, right? The Iker obviously is Musaf on the Yom Tovim, right? The Malchi is Zichron Shofros, but with the proper Tkiyas Shofar blowing open the hearts, that, you know, that, that, that takes place right before Musaf. He says now the Am was Mamish there, they were ready. The guy said this, I never daven like this before ever in my life. Like I remember this every single um, Rosh Hashanah with Tkiyas Shofar, whenever it comes to blowing a Shofar and Tfilat Musaf, I'm certain to whoever was there remembers the same thing every Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah of 1933, whoever was there, that, that stayed with him and lasted with him forever. Go down, please, to footnote 9. In those days, Rav Kook wrote some kind of a letter of encouragement to the Am in the Yeshuvah Chadash during those days, right before that Rosh Hashanah happened. So they, they went, and obviously this testimony was given at a certain time, then they found these other words that Rav Kook wrote, and now they're just showing about the Avira Klalit, the general atmosphere that was taking place in 1933 in Eretz Yisrael. Anu li, you know, I'm thinking like, why can't we have a chief rabbi now? That today sends out a message to Am Yisrael, talking like, you know, talking about... To give chizuk. And not to talk about how bad Reform Jews are, or women of the wall, or right wing or left wing. Just, just talk about Shofar Gadol, you know? Imagine if we had that. It's not even like something that's even on the... It's like, it's such a... If he wrote that, like if... if like, why didn't you talk about all the other things? Or... Wow, this guy's losing his marbles. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta do a again. Focus you know? on their, the boxes. Maybe the politicians. Mishtokekim anu lishmoa. Rav Kook says we are longing to hear. Yachad im kol shofar. Hershey, this is for you. We long to hear with the voice of the shofar. Gam et kolan shela chatzotzrot. We also want to hear the sound of the trumpets. What is he talking about? Which had the shofar in the middle and the trumpets on the side. We say Kabbalat Shabbat with the trumpets and the voice of the shofar. We praise Hashem. Kvish is a haya bamigdash. Kol a shofar a mefoar behiduro. The sound of the shofar, which was so glorious, its mouth was covered in uh, gold, but in a way that we learned today in the Rambam, in a kosher way. Like the Gemara Hashanah says, there were two trumpets, mamish, escorting the shofar. Now, although in our little shuls, in our, in our little mini base megdashes, we hear just the sound of the shofar, no pressure, Yossi. We're connecting ourselves to our tzipia betucha, means our certain expectation, our certain hope, the certainty of our longing. Like, it's not something we hope will happen one day. We're sure it will happen one day. Ki od yivchar lano et nachlatenu. He will choose for us our nachla. Es geon Yaakov asher sela v'nishma bebeit chayenu et hakol hamurkav shel hachatzatzrot v'kol hashofar. And one day we will hear this murkav means complicated, but it really means Combined. Combined, thank you. A combined sound of what that sounds like, a kol shofar and the two chatzatzrot. The sound of the shofar on such a holy day that's holy to our God in heaven 
It proclaims the eternity of Am Yisrael, who kore be'ozneinu et ha'achraza ha'adira. It's really calling out to our ears, telling us this in this glamorous way, al tirai avdi Yaakov ve'al techat Yisrael. Yidin, ein shum yerosh bo'elam klam. Don't be scared. U'bitkufatenu zot, she'tzarenu ve'sotnei nafshenu, omnim, lechu ve'nakchidem bigoi ve'lo yizachir shem Yisrael od, He's saying we're living in a period of time, 1933, that when you listen to our enemies, they're basically, quote, they're saying, let's, let's rip these people out of their sort, like Mamish, wipe them off, <coughs> finish them off. What, what did he call it? The final Shem Yerachem. Kama amok tzarich liyot belibeinu haroshem shel ha-achraza ha-mo'odedet hazot. So how much more so does the proclamation of we're here forever have to be that much louder and that much stronger in our hearts. That's what Rav Kook wrote to Am Yisrael, 1933. So this puts, Mamash, it takes the shofar. It, I'm so happy you made it, uh, Yossi, Mamash, this is like, gotta make sure Menachem gets in on this one. This is, this is the avoda. This is what we're, this is why mitzvah sayon b'shofar, for the proclaiming eternity. Proclaiming eternity. Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker. We want to be part of Shofar Gadol. We don't want to be part of Shofar Benoni or Shofar Shel Behem Matmea She'ein Mevarachin Alav. It's like we, we already, we're already bought into this concept of it'll probably end up being Shofar Gimel. Right? I think we've bought into that already. Yeah. No? That's the realistic one. That's the realistic one. So we bought into this concept of it'll probably be, and you know what? We won't say a bracha over it, but as long as, we get here, as, long as everyone gets here. And I think every year in the Rosh Hashanah davening with the Tkiyas Shofar, Hashem is saying, why, why are you giving, why, why, why are you compromising? Why are you compromising? I didn't stop, I didn't compromise. I'm not compromising on you. Why, why are you compromising? The Shofar? But, and that's, but, but the, the rea- it, what's, why is it called Rosh Hashanah? Because it's asking us, do you want to continue living in a default mode or not? Uh, on, sorry, in a Bedieved mode or not? There is a chance to reboot the system to live on a lechatchila level. And a lechatchila level is what Rav Sasson was telling us when he came. God wants you to live. God wants you to love living. God wants you to have pleasure. But we're so not there. We're, we're so much in survival mode. Thriving, it seems like an option for certain tzaddikim that are on Shofar Gadol level. But in truth, the reboot button is, is brings us back to that place of the point has and always will be Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker shofar gadol. Tka b'shofar gadol l'chei Yoseinu. It's mamish, and, and, and you have a chance to tune into every single Shmonasri, that's the truth. I mean, you say it every day, tka b'shofar gadol l'chei Yoseinu. Just don't really think of it in, these, in this context. But on, Shof, but on Rosh Hashanah, it's put out there in your face. It's mamish put out there in your face. All the halachas regarding shofaris you could really attach to this... Uh, to this drasha of Rav Kook, which, you know, just to imagine what it, what it must have been like to be there when he, when he said this, uh, what a schus what we have. In some of the other footnotes it says that the drasha that we have now is after three different people gave over their, their chazara. Because it was probably first day of Rosh Was it first day of Rosh What did he say? Yeah. This was first day Rosh Hashanah. I mean, these guys had to remember it for two days. If it was, a, if it was like this year, not three. <laughs> then they go home, then they have to memorize it, write it down. So this, what we have, is already a totza'a. It's a result of after a few days of having memorized it, after years of three different nuschaot, uh, people, pe- people's memorizing were compared to each other, and they combined it together to what we have, what we have today. That is the way that the chassid uh, describes his feeling from that day even more amazing because he, he then had uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, the second day of Rosh Hashanah, and then had to go write it down, and he still described it exactly oh, yeah. in those terms. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's no problem with the, the scribe writing down his feelings, and this one writing down others' feelings, saying for different feelings, that's to say that. The problem is, what did, what the, did the Rav say? No, I'm just saying, but <laughs> that's, how, that's how powerful it was that even two days later, none of that... Uh, Right. That the awe that he felt in that moment, whatever, or whatever, how to describe it, it's still so palpable for him. That's amazing. Well, Hashem, so I guess we don't have enough time today to go into what I, there it's all meant to be. 
Um, Alavai, these words of Rav Kuk should resonate deep inside of our tefillahs, into our hachana for Rosh Hashanah, for the Shofar Gadol. It should bring about in our hearts real compassion on Yidin that aren't yet here, and also Yidin that, that are here and, are, and on ourselves. Just all levels of compassion. No one wants to be judged on Rosh Hashanah. Even by Hashem, we want to just be judged favorably. So to mamish release ourselves from any ounce of judgment on someone that hasn't been privileged yet to hear the Shofar Gadol. I heard from Rabbi Shlomo that anyone that hears the Shofar Gadol, it's really a mad naschinam. A guy that gets to Eretz Yisrael, it's not really because you did something to deserve it. It's just Hashem gave you a gift and you heard Lech Lecha. You have to daven that everyone receives a mat naschinam. I really hold that to be such an important tool in any form of Jewish advertising judgment and absolutely, like, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> like we look at what's happening in the states, and we're from here, and we're looking at Yidden, and all of us go through this. Like, what? What is going? Right? No, it's all. But instead of saying that, Jack, you say Hashem. What? Please merit them to have a mat of hearing lechlecha. Let them be attached to the shofar gadol. We want to do it without judgment. It should be with. I've never met anyone that made aliyah because he was really judged enough by people that told him he's crazy. And if he does come here, he doesn't stay here. Or he has a miserable time when he's here. That's what we're davening for Rosh Hashanah. Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we will, we, will continue, we will take Ashkata to the next level and finish it off with that as we get towards... Um,